I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Research Rebuttal, the podcast where two stubborn friends prove each other wrong. Each week, one of us will be the researcher and one of us will be the guesser. I'm Rachel Teichman, and this is Paige Dempster. I thought, I thought, I thought you were going to do the disclaimer still. Oh, wait. <laughs> Happy 69th episode. Happy 69th episode. The last episode in the season. Yes, this is our season one finale. I know we haven't seen y'all since like 2021, but we're back. And we decided to do episode 69 instead of instead of going straight into season two, because obviously. It didn't feel right to cuck you guys out of an episode 69. Yeah, absolutely not. What's new in our lives how have you been? It's been a while. Um, yeah, I mean, I finished graduate school. We survived the pandemic so far. You finished college. I mean, we have, I finished college in 2020. We, <laughs> it hasn't been that oh, long. Wow. I'm not working at the bakery anymore. I work at a print house now. Wow, look at you working in your field. Yeah, semi- and I can call myself a licensed mental health professional now. Yeah. LMSW, Microsoft Paint. Yeah, yeah. Um, so why don't we just do this? Um, well, how, what's the difference in the format today? Okay, so instead of one person doing two topics, each of us are going to do one topic. Yeah, and you're going to do rapid fire. I don't have rapid fire this time, but I'll have it for next time. Yeah, we're going to start season two with me getting a little taste of my own medicine yeah do you want to go first yeah i'm gonna go first all right my research today is on ducks okay do you like ducks i love ducks i love mallards and i especially love their screwdriver pee pee okay i'm glad you have some knowledge going into this first about mallards second about the pee pee um Okay, so my research is structured a little bit of history first, then a little bit of biology, then a lot of biology, and then we end on like a nice little riddle. Okay. Okay, so here we go. How many duck species are there? Uh, 69. I like the enthusiasm. <laughs> And staying in theme with the episode, but no. Um, is it 12? It's more than 12. It's more than 69. Oh, it's more than 69? There's a, yeah, there's a lot. Oh, I had no idea there were so many ducks on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> there's so um, many ducks on Earth, Chief. I'm going to say 122. You're so close. 123? So close. One of the numbers is wrong. No. Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, please tell me. Okay, so it actually kind of depends on who you ask because sometimes the domesticated species don't get counted in the list. But the website I looked at said there are 133 definitive species of ducks. We have domesticated ducks? We have. It's a whole industry. Oh, I guess that's true. Like, we eat duck. I guess those are domesticated. Like yeah, those farm. are the, the meat ducks are called peking ducks. And then they're like ducks specifically for egg laying, like khaki Campbell ducks and runner ducks, which are shaped like bowling pins. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know that farming YouTuber I really like? He raises ducks. That's why I know so much. Oh, I love this. Like going into this. Uh-huh. So I was looking at the definitive list of ducks. Do you have a favorite duck species, I should ask? I think I really only know about the mallard and the peking. Okay. I didn't I didn't know that many like going into this, but after looking at the list, I can say my favorite is called the Fulvis Whistling Duck. Can I Google it? You absolutely can. I only did this based on name alone. The Fulvis 
whistling duck. Oh, she's cute. Yeah, she she's a pretty one, isn't she? Yeah, I like her. Was that Bun doing Bun things? Yeah, Bun is doing some Bun things right now. The mascot is here. Baby got a new toy this morning. Yeah, she's she's doing bunny things right now. She's very excited. Okay, next question. When did people start domesticating ducks and what civilization did it? Or civilizations, plural. Um, I'm gonna say 200 AD. Okay. And the Aztecs. You might be right on the civilization, possibly, but you're not right on the time. Okay, what's the time? 4000 BCE. Oh, okay, that's a long time. It's been going on for a while. Yeah. And the cultures that did it, they're the Egyptians, the Chinese, whoever was living in Europe at the time, and whoever was living in South America, slash, like, like the lower parts of North America. So Aztecs might be right. You never know. So ducks were pretty much everywhere at all times. Apparently, yeah. I guess like when humans crossed the Bering Strait, the ducks came with them. The Bering Strait. <laughs> but that's for another episode. And did you know that most domesticated duck species are descended from the mallard? Really? Yes, that's what my sources say. Huh. Well, I don't give a duck. That's so rude. And thank God I don't have to censor that. Okay, what do ducks eat? Ducks eat little fishies and okay. wormies. And okay, okay. Um, I think they're omnivores, technically, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they. I think they prefer meat. Um, I don't know what their preference is, but you're right. They are omnivores. They do eat little fishies. Um, it didn't say worms specifically, but they do eat little buggies. Mm-hmm. And then they also like seeds and grain. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and bread, which you shouldn't give them. No, bread is bad for ducks. I didn't put that in my research, but don't give uh, ducks bread. Yeah, don't. And they also swallow their food whole. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah. Do they taste it? I don't know. I mean, they have tongues, so I can only assume so. Huh. Do ducks have teeth? Um, yeah. They don't. Oh. So, instead of chewing their- like, they can't chew their food because they don't have teeth. That's why they have to swallow it. But birds have this thing called a gizzard, which, like, grinds up the food for it before it hits their gut. Yeah, that's why they like to eat rocks. Yeah, that plays into it. It helps, like, mash up the food on its yeah. way down. See, I thought that um, ducks would have, like, like those little razory sharp teethy thingies on their in their beaks. Okay, they do. It's not like geese where they have, like, the teeth on the tongue. But they do have, it's, like, little serrated bills. Yeah. And they also have these combs mixed in called lamellae that help uh, filter the ick out of the water when they're drinking. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, like, they're built fine. They can handle themselves. Would you like to hear a fun fact? Yes, I would love to hear a fun fact. Did you know that male ducks do not quack? I think I did know that. Well, then the fact just isn't as fun, now is it? But I want to know more about duck mating habits. We're getting there, don't you worry. Okay. We have a few more, like, basic biology questions, and we're going to get into it. Okay. True or false, ducks are squeaky clean little babies. True. Oh, how wrong you are. They're the messiest little babies you ever did meet. Aww. Do you want to guess why? Um. Well, they do swim around in pond scum. Yeah, that definitely is a part of it. What if I told you that they are contributing to the pond scum? Oh, with their poop? Yeah, I mean, okay, so if you ever kept, like, domesticated ducks, ducks, you know, they love water, they love splish-splashing around, that makes a lot of mud. Mm-hmm. But going back to the poop, they 
poop every 15 minutes. Oh, God. Uncontrollably. Cloaca. Yeah, out of their cloacas. They can't stop it. It just has to come out. And a lot of that pond scum is duck poop. Gross. I've seen, have you ever seen those videos of like people keeping indoor ducks and then yeah. they, they put diapers on them? Yeah. That's why they do it is because oh. they poop more, more often and more uncontrollably than a baby does. Oh no. Do you think you would ever keep a duck? I know recently I told you that I was going to get a pet duck. <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. But I don't know if I'm going to now. No, not even if you strap a diaper on it. No, that's a lot of effort. You have to like change. I wonder how often you'd have to change it. Probably a lot. But it's like, see, the one thing I couldn't find out was like the volume in which they poop. Because like, yeah, it happens frequently. But what if it's just like little pellets at a time? But I don't think they poop pellets. Like birds poop and it's like wet. Well, no, I mean, okay. So let me rephrase myself. What if it's just like little bits of Hershey squirts at a time? Uh... <laughs> but it's like, how long does it take them to fill the diaper? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure a listener out there knows the answer to this. And please let us know. If any of you have ducks living in your house with diapers, how often do you have to change the diaper? Yeah, please tell us. Do you know what a female duck is called versus what a male duck is called? Oh, I've known this before. Okay. Okay. Um, a female duck is a princess, and a and a male duck is uh is a is a you know a f- boy. No, I'm sorry, a duck boy. <laughs> um, they are those in our hearts. But not biologically, no. A female duck is called a hen, and a male duck is called a drake. I've definitely known these things. Wait, is that why, like, the Drake's pastries have a duck as the Yes. Wow. Now it is confirmed that that duck is a boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so, for the rest of this video, we will be referring to female ducks as hens and male ducks as drake is because it's easier for me to type out on my research sheet wait so they named drake bell after a duck i mean it's not they it's more of his mom drake bell's mom i mean maybe like because like drake is also a dragon so maybe she want like dragon oh it's also a dragon yeah like a dragon is a drake oh maybe we have to do a dragon episode after yeah this. i think so I, I'm ready for some dragon tales. Oh, I want to watch. Maybe if we ask Aurora nicely, she'll put dragon tales on the Oh, I'm sure she will. I know oh, she will. I can I ask her that. right now. I will ask her right now. Please do. I want to watch some dragon tales. Um, also, she says hi. Oh, hi, Aurora. Can we have a dragon tales watch party? Absolutely. I don't think we're going to get through that many episodes because it's a kids show, but I would love to watch at least two episodes. I wish, I wish with all my heart, oh, my heart to fly with dragons in a land apart. Oh, that's not how I learned it. But that's what it is. No, the way that I learned it was I wish, I wish with all my heart that I was good at f***ing art. <laughs> what a mood. <laughs> what a ducking mood. <laughs> that's how I knew it from college and beyond. Wow. <laughs> Okay, it's time. It's time. Why do drakes have corkscrew wee-wees? Well, because um, the female duck, um, the hen, has a pee-pee that's shaped like um, when you, screw- when you like um, drill a hole for a screw. Um, and so the corkscrew has to like fit in you know what i mean like you can't just use any type of nail it has to be a screw <laughs> a screw peepee um you kind of have the right premise and almost. and because of that and because oh. of that um since it's the right shape like it's able to latch on and get stuck better because oh, no <laughs> this is just biology <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking about biology. Okay, okay. And the hen, you know, um, 
needs it to be kind of stuck, especially because they're in water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they need to be moving around all the time. So if it can if it can screw in like a screw, then that way like they can do their do while also flapping around trying to stay afloat. You kind you almost have the right premise. Okay. It's so close. The way that drakes and hens do their thing is an example of something called have you ever heard of it? The sexual arms race. <laughs> <laughs> that's like competition for mates kind of so once the drake is in the hen he's claimed her and no other drake can get in no okay (laughs) okay so how do i explain this all right so ducks duck sex to me i will do it the best i can in the most biologically neutral terms that i can sex Ducks aren't the only animals that are like this. Like, I think squirrels are also like this, too. But the sexual arms race is, like... Okay, so out in the wild, like, you know, like, the male strategy is going to be, like, quantity over quality, where he's just trying to get in as many ladies as he can and sow his seed and all that jazz. Yeah. Where the female strategy is more, like, quality over quantity, where, like, she wants to make sure it's, like, the best that she can do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the problem is that drakes are kind of assholes when it comes to mating like they're really aggressive they're really pushy it's it's not like you can't blame them they're animals that's kind of like what a lot of animals just do but when it comes down to it if the drake can kind of just like hold the lady down and do the deed and move on that's great for him and he wants to do it as quick as he can that's kind of why he's the wee wee started to evolve into that shape because it helps him get in and out as fast as he can uh however the hen can help but she's gonna try to shake him off and yeah that's why they involved the corkscrew penis because he could kind of just shoot it in there like a bazooka (laughs) as fast as he can so i i had the right idea yeah you have the right promise but here's where the sexual arms race comes in the females have a counter strategy what is the counter strategy? Um. Well, they um. If there's an egg ready, they mm-hmm. can like push it down a little more, so that way the corkscrew can't get in. Just like suck it up <laughs> into the yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like the idea, but it's actually a lot freakier than that. So, in order to counter the corkscrew that turns clockwise, females have evolved a vagina that rotates counterclockwise. So, the oh. male, so if there's a drake that she doesn't like, she could tighten her muscles and basically block him. Cool. And, like, he'll do his deed, but, like, it's not going to get in as far as it needs to go. Uh-huh. So she can kind of just like clean herself and get rid of it. Where it's like, if there's a Drake that Ew. she likes, yeah, right. <laughs> if there's a Drake that she likes, she can relax her muscles and just like do the deed and be done with it. Now, I have a question. Um, if the male ducks, like their thing is to go around and, and do their do with all the ladies, how come you see ducks as mated pairs? That's, I think you're thinking of geese. No, I'm thinking I'm thinking of ducks. Like, like you ever sit at a pond and like you see a male and, and female duck swimming together all the time? I don't think that they might do it like for a season, but from what my research shows, um, and especially in like domestic cases, you want to have like if you have like a flock of birds you want to have like at least 75 25 ratio of like males to females because the males are going to run around and try to go with everyone Mm -hmm. and if there's too many males one the ladies are going to get battered and two the drakes are going to fight to the death yeah yeah and just call themselves regardless i'm just saying like i've i've viewed many times male and female ducks paired off together swimming around okay maybe maybe some species do it maybe i need to visit more ponds from my research though it doesn't it didn't say anything about them like 
pairing off monogamously. Huh. It's very common for the men to go around basically trick-or-treating, but with goo. Gross. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Also, side note, ducks are one of the only birds that actually have a ding-dong. It's really uncommon for birds to have a ding-dong. I wonder what evolutionary event happened for that to occur. I was looking into that. Apparently, it's just because like the drakes are so aggressive and... It just helps them get in and out as quick as they can. Because I tried to do the research on how it happens when there's not a penis. And it was so gross that I had to stop researching it. Oh, I got some Googling to do. I will give you just a taste of what I saw. It's something called the cloacal kiss. Oh, God. (laughs) It's it's like they just have to get close enough to each other. It's like I read that phrase and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, no. I can't can't do this on the Starbucks public Wi Fi. (laughs) I just had to close my laptop and move on with my day. I'm proud of you. Those people that like monitor the Starbucks Wi Fi probably have so many questions. Yeah. Well, regardless, do you think all duck penises are shaped like that? Um, no. No, apparently they are. Oh. Yeah, which again, weird, because birds don't usually have penises. But anyway. Pee-pee. Yeah, pee-pee. Okay. I'm not going to try to make you guess the species, because it seems like you only know the two species. Yeah. But can you guess what is the size of the largest duck penis? Unfurled. Unfurled. Yeah. Um. So, like, like straightened out? Straightened out. Um... 36 inches. Okay. I very quickly need to do some centimeters to inches conversion. I don't know why I didn't do this. Let's see. Two inches. Unfortunately, no, it is not 36 inches. Is it a lot shorter? It is a lot shorter, though that would be hilarious if it was just like the size of your forearm. I would say four inches. No, no, it's more than that. Oh, seven inches. No, it's going to make a lot of guys jealous, actually. Twelve inches. More. What? Fifteen inches. A little bit more. Sixteen inches. Yeah. Whoa. That's longer than the average vaginal depth. Yeah, it would would hurt, I would imagine. No, yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for ducks. Like, that would go all the way up into the cervix, and... Thank God we are not genetically compatible. Yeah. So, it's called the lake duck. It's a species in South America. Uh, It's not only the largest duck penis, but it's the largest penis of any bird. Again, not has a lot of competition, but still, it's larger than all of ours. I don't know what the average size it was, but uh, yeah, it's 16 inches long, which is wild because the average body size of a lake duck is less than 16 inches long. Erectile tissue, what can I tell you? Yeah, and like they can get like a little bigger, like the centimeter conversion is 42 and a half centimeters and they grow like from 36 to 46 centimeters. So they're a little bigger than their ding dongs, but not by much. Yeah, nah. I want I want a PP that's equally proportional to my height. You just have a drag along the sidewalk with you, like yeah, exactly. Take it into like a carrying case. Yeah, exactly. Like how those fancy ladies have chihuahuas in their handbags. We just have or like that one guy with the enormous testicles. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, I feel so bad for that man. I feel bad for him too. Oh, he looks so miserable. Poor yes. guy. Yeah. Okay, we are done with the duck biology. Oh, okay. We're going to do some other duck things now. Okay. Which came first, duck the animal or duck the verb? Uh, Do you mean like human recognition? Like, what are you saying right now? Like, Like when someone says, oh, a duck, quack, quack, versus, oh, duck, dodge the ball. Yeah. Which did which word did people start using first? Oh, I think um duck quack quack. Duck quack quack is correct, correct. It came from oh, what is how do you pronounce it? 
I'm not even gonna bother. The duck, the animal came from 10th century English, but the verb didn't come until 14th century English. Interesting. Yeah. How old is the game Duck Duck Goose? Um, 200 years old. Um, it's more like 100, 150. Okay. Uh, sometime in the late 1800s or early 1900s. And it also, apparently, in New Jersey, New England, sometimes the game is called Quail Quail Quarry, which what? I've I've never heard anyone I've never say. Heard that. that is on the official Duck Duck Goose Wikipedia page, by the way. So you and Victor are more than welcome Ooh. to try and figure that out. Yeah, research rebuttal listeners, you should know that I have another podcast that actually, you know, like does Wikipedia stuff, and it's called WikiListen, and you should go check it out. If you like research rebuttal and hearing random facts, you will love Wikilisten. You will love Wikilisten. We read Wikipedia pages. That's all there yeah. is to it. If you love Wikipedia and want it read to you verbatim in bed at night when you're trying to sleep, consider Wikilisten. You got a flight to go on? Consider Wikilisten. If you want to just passively learn things that you'll never need to know again, consider Wikilisten. <laughs> We um it, episodes come out seven days a week. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, constant flow of content. Ten out of ten. Oh, thank you. We, I learned about root vegetables yesterday with WikiLeaks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a and, fun one. And how Rachel had weird carrots growing in her garden. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay, the last question. A little riddle. Say there exists a pond. That has no fish in it but ducks make a pit stop at that pond every year on their migration not necessarily to eat they just like rest their little wingies and they like to swim around okay so this happens every year on their migration suddenly one day there's fish in the pond how did it happen how did the fish get there yeah well perhaps Okay, okay I, have, I have two theories here. Okay. The first one, um, humans decided to populate the pond with fish. With okay. With fish stock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, second theory is the duck um, in the previous season was carrying fish eggs from a previous pond and, like, dropped them in this pond. And so it got populated. Okay. I would never involve humans in a duck-related episode. Okay. But your second theory is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been found that like some species of fish, like if the eggs get like stuck to a duck's like beak or their feet or their feathers, they can actually like detach in another pond and hatch. There's even been, there was like one instance where like scientists fed not a duck, but a goose, some killifish eggs, which is fun fact is a fish in Animal Crossing. Like, they fed it a couple eggs, and the swan shit out, or not, yeah, not a goose, a swan. Swan shit out the eggs, and the eggs still hatched. That's awesome. So, yeah, fish eggs surprisingly re- resilient in some yeah, species. That's, I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, and du- look at ducks spawning new ecosystems. Good for them. It's like how birds in general spread around seeds. Yeah, they all spread around fish. Yeah, fish, fish seeds. seeds. <laughs> And now it's time for a word from our sponsors. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
thank you to the American Citrus Council. (laughs) We've missed them so. We've missed you, American Citrus Council. Or whatever ad was playing, but we know it was really the American Citrus Council. The ad was purchased by the American Citrus Council. You may have noticed that either there was an ad there and it wasn't me saying it, like coming up with a product, or there was no ad there and we just sound crazy. Either possibility is correct here, but either way, it wasn't me saying it. So if that's a segment that you missed, let us know at um, researchrebuttalpodcast at gmail.com. Forgot the email for a second there. Yeah, I also forgot the email for a second there. Um, a while. But look at us. We we have ads now. We're monetized now. Um, yeah. So I don't have to make up those commercials anymore, but Season I will. Season two. Season two, baby. Yeah, yeah. We make pennies. We do make pennies. And all of them go to our child's college fund. Help, her, help us buy her more toys. Please. She needs all the toys. She just got like a cute little hay mat and she's already in love with it. Well, she doesn't really seem to care much. Don't but... tell them that. She's in love with it. But there are other toys that she loves much more that she needs more of. Yeah, like so. hay balls. She mm. loves a hay ball, but a very specific kind of hay yeah, ball. Yeah, the one that's like covered Stringy. with like the thin the, wood. The messy kind. Yeah. Yeah. And then it gets everywhere and we have to clean it. Yeah, but anything for the baby. Okay, so um I think this no, is no, time. No, 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 no. Oh no, there's more duck stuff. I almost forgot the jingle. And <laughs> I think I was out of tune. <laughs> That's okay. It's time. Okay. This is how this is going to work. Rachel gets one minute to answer as many questions as possible. And if you hear this noise, that means she got it right. And if you hear this noise, that means she got it wrong. Are you ready? I'm ready. What was our first episode called? Vegan nuggets and seltzer. Flowers. Flowers and seltzer. What is oleander? Uh, it's like a it's like a margarine. Uh, when was Yankee Candle founded? 1864. Can you kill a virus? Uh, yeah. How many cats have I had? Three. What causes bloating? Water retention. What's the most and amount gas. of legs? No, it's gas. It's gas. Okay, okay. What's the most amount of legs on an animal? Uh, eight? No, 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 no. 36. Where do capture pi- pictures come from? What? Capture pictures. Where do they come from? Five oh, seconds. procedural generation. Uh, where? Is there water in olive oil? Yeah. And we're done. I've had two and a half cats. Yeah, well, okay, so I wasn't sure if you were counting that one, but like I, I included mittens. Included, yeah, I included mittens. Who ironically was a tabby cat and did not in fact have mittens. Yeah. My brother is great at picking cat names. <laughs> so how did I do? I don't know. I gotta look them up afterwards. Oh, okay. Okay. So I guess that means it's time to move on to um, cancer astrology. Cancer astrology, not the disease. Yeah, we're talking about astrology. <laughs> I just got a Very. <laughs> oh, that I edited? Yeah. <laughs> I put one new one on there this morning before we started. It like came up on my screen. Oh. Not the question. <laughs> Oh no, not the spoilers. Um, okay, but yeah, usually I don't pay attention to it, but yeah, it just popped up. Okay, so anyway, we're talking about cancer astrology. Um, let's start out strong. Why are we talking about cancer astrology? Um, isn't it because it looks like two people 69? Yeah, yeah. Basically, um the cancer symbol like looks like a 69. Um, but do you know what the cancer symbol actually represents? A crab? Yeah. <laughs> I know my astrology. Yeah, you. I think you know more, a lot more about astrology than I do. Um, I, To be honest, I had a hard time with this research because I just got so bored. Oh. 
Well, I mean, it's only one of the zodiacs. Usually, well, you know, people don't talk about just the one. Well, I don't know the symbols for most of them. I know the symbols for all of them. Wow. Probably. I don't Five know. core concepts. Go. Just you wait until that comes up on the rapid fire. You're going to be shitting yourself. Again? <laughs> no, it's not come up yet. I think it has. Well, I got to keep you on your toes. Yeah, okay. Which one of us in our main friend group is a cancer? Nicole. Yeah. And how would you describe her? She's she's a lot, but in the best way possible. We love you, Nicole. She has a very loving boyfriend. They're very happy. They just got back from a trip in Kentucky. They found they found a place in Kansas called Manhattan. True. <laughs> For some reason. And she loves D and D. But how would you describe her character traits? Um, she's very, like, bubbly mm-hmm. and, like, very, how do I put this? What's the word for, like, when you have all of your emotions, but they're, like, a lot? Uh, sensitive? I, yeah, I guess maybe a little sensitive. Or, like, no, I know what you're saying. Um, It's, like, you know how for anger there's behemoths? Yeah. What, what's, like the rest of them i don't know i think like she has all of her emotions in there a lot deeply feeling she's very she's very deeply feeling she's also pretty smart she's a pretty deep thinker Mm -hmm. she gives out really good advice true (laughs) nicole gives out like the most realistic advice out of all of us i think yeah i think only only next to rachel yeah (laughs) um okay so what type of sign is a cancer Oh, uh, is it a water sign? Yeah. Wow, I do know my astrology. And what is Cancer's ruling planet? Uh... <laughs> this is a trick question. Okay, I'm assuming because it's a trick question, it's not Neptune. Yeah, no, it's not Neptune. Oh, is it not a planet? I don't know. You tell me. I'm gonna guess it's not a planet. Okay, but what is it? I always forget about Neptune. Neptune's, but it's like the prettiest colored one. It's so blue, but it's all the way over there. So no one talks to it, but it's even worse because Pluto is all the way over there. Mm. And we all talk about Pluto. Yeah. And people didn't respect its pronouns for a while. Yeah, I know. I was very upset. I'm going to guess that cancer is associated with the moon. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah, really? Okay, cool. Um, what does the moon represent? Um, sailors. <laughs> Comfort, self-care, and maternal energy. That is very Nicole, actually. Yeah, exactly. What are the dates for cancers? Um, it has something to do with the 21st. Is it June 21st to July 21st? You're so close. Is it June 21st of July 22nd? Yeah. Oh, okay. How are you getting all of this? Well, because I know July 23rd is my mother's birthday and she's a Leo and she's like very much a Leo. Oh, okay. So I think that helps. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. How was it decided that it's a crab? <laughs> um, you know what? That's a great question. I feel like this is something you might actually know. Um... Oh, is it because, like, something having to do with, like, Tropic of Cancer or that, like, even though it looks like 69, if you flip them up inverted, they kind of look like crab claws? You are very off. Damn it. Okay, so the story behind it is... So, okay, um, listeners out there, don't get mad at me because I found a million different versions of this story, so I kind of just mashed a few of them together um, and created a new one. So... Basically, Hercules. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I was like, you might get this. Oh, yeah. I took Greek mythology in high school, but not that much. So Hercules smashed a crab with his foot um, because a giant crab was attacking him. And then Hera put the remains in the sky, which is what caused the constellation. Um. But Hera was the one who sent the giant crab to him. Do you know why she did that? I have a feeling Hera's kind of a 
ancient Greek mythology, rightfully yeah. so, but regardless, yeah. she probably just didn't like him. Um, it's a little more complicated than that. She sent the giant Yeah. What is Hercules Zeus's son? I think so. That's probably why. <laughs> um not exactly. So Hera sent the giant crab to him because she was jealous. Um, because she and, and she was jealous and she wanted him to lose against Hydra. Hydra is a dragon. Yeah, but I think she was kind of hoping that like the giant crab would thwart him or at least like tire him out. Wow, you're on your way to fight a dragon here. Let me ruin your day with a crab. A giant crab that now you have to fight first. Like how giant are we talking here? I don't know. Like is it like knee high? Is it like the size of a person? Because then it's like, yeah, I can see how the giant crab would thwart someone. One duck-sized crab or one crab-sized duck? I would love a crab-sized duck. I feel like I could realistically keep a crab-sized duck. But like what that's... kind of crab? Because crabs are like little or they're like really big. Oh, I was thinking like a hermit crab-sized duck. Oh, 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 that would be so Where cute. I could just like get like a little hermit crab enclosure and just stick yeah, it Yeah, okay, there. okay, I'd be into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so why was Hera jealous? Um, well, you already told me that Zeus's son Hera doesn't like it when Zeus goes off with other ladies because they're supposed to be married and I think she's also like the goddess of marriage or something so maybe just spite for for her half-son okay you're like almost sort of on the right track Okay, that's a very nice way of saying I'm wrong, but go on. No, but you're not as wrong as you could have been. Okay. So, Hercules cheated on Hera and made a baby. And Hera was <laughs> What? What? They were supposed to have a baby? Well, like, Hercules made a baby with somebody else. But it's like, Hera was on the table? That's his stepmommy. Wait, Hera is Hercules' stepmom? Well, I think, like, it's like Zeus and Hera are supposed to be a pair, but Zeus is never faithful, so Hera just has a lot of stepchildren. Oh. Well, like I said, I kind of found a few different versions of the story and mashed them together, but (laughs) um, I didn't know that Hera was also with Zeus. So I think that's that's supposed to be a thing, I think. I could be horribly wrong. I mean, the way I read it was Hercules and Hera were a pair, but God I mean, damn. yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm not an expert in Greek mythology. Neither am I. Like I said, I took one class in high school. But at the time, you felt like you were an expert. Probably. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, you felt like you were an expert. Did I? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, hear me out. I think I was also, like, at the same time I was taking this class was reading Percy Jackson, like, just for the hell of it. Yeah, you were. That's probably where it came from, not the class itself. Mm, okay. So, true or false, cancers are considered the homebody of the signs. True. Yeah, and what are the traits of a cancer that makes them like to stay at home? Oh, um... Well, you said yourself, like, very, like, mother, mother-y, or, like, nursing-ish personality, I think you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you're like nurturing nature. Yeah, they like comfort, security, and protection. Yeah, they're good at that. Yeah. Are cancers emotional? Yes. Yes, and they're strong <laughs> for it. Yeah, that's what I that's what I knew about cancers. Yes, they it makes them incredibly strong. Love those little emotional hurricanes. Hell yeah. <laughs> what are some other classic cancer traits? Um, I just feel like they're the Scorpios of summer, if that makes sense. I don't know enough about astrology to confirm or deny that claim. Okay, okay, okay. Um, let me just check something really quick. Um, hmm. What was the question again? What are other classic (laughs) cancer traits? (laughs) <laughs> I hope you're not cheating. No, 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 no. I was looking up. I don't know. No one else is going to understand this, but I was looking up Bruno Mars's birthday. Oh my god. 
Hmm. The classic traits of a cancer. I feel like cancers can sometimes be misrepresented as mean girls. I didn't read that, but perhaps. Like, I'm not saying Nicole, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. Like, bitches. Okay, but like, what are what are their traits? Um, emotional. Okay. Um, clingy, perhaps, because they're homebodies. Okay. Um, that is my answer. Okay. Well, not quite. I mean, the emotional, sure. I um, would love to know, though. Okay, so they tend to be funny, sensitive, nurturing, compassionate, caregiving, sentimental, intuitive, nostalgic, and may find it hard to forgive. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I would say most of these describe Nicole. Yeah. Most of those are pretty good and positive. Maybe I'm thinking of Scorpio. That's the yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I have one more question for you. Okay. What are Cancer's celestial longitude? What the hell does that mean? Well, like when you look up at the sky and like like star placement, like where is Cancer? Am I supposed to be giving you a number? Yeah, in degrees. Negative 30 degrees. Okay, so um, <laughs> Cancer's longitude is 90 to 120 degrees. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neither of us are good with these numbers. No, it's true. So anyway, that's what I have on Cancer. Okay, do you want to talk about your star sign? Oh, um, I guess. My star sign, I'm a Virgo. Um, the Virgin. Yeah, the Virgin. <laughs> Um, but I'm not like a clean Virgo. I'm like a very cluttery Virgo. I'm a very chaotic Virgo in that sense. Uh, but I'm a classic Virgo in a lot of other ways. I would like to talk about our dear friend and also my cousin Liz for a second. Yes, love Liz. <laughs> Who is the most Virgo person I've ever met, but is somehow a Leo because yeah. she was born in the beginning of August. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> We're a few weeks apart. Um, I think Liz and I are both classic Virgos, but, like, I'm, like, a little bit saucier. Yeah, you're a saucy little Virgo. Yeah. And you're a Sagittarius. Yeah. Sag gang. I think, like, classically Virgos and Sagittarians don't necessarily mix. Is that something that we should look up really quickly? I think so. And the see. spirit of Nicole, who whenever we're all together has to look up astrology stuff. I love it, though. I know. it's It makes my visit, like, whenever all of us are together. Oh, okay. So our communication compatibility is quite good. That makes sense. We tell each other the weirdest things. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and deepest, we, never, we never fight. The deepest recesses of our minds. It's true. And we never, ever fight. Like we don't get me wrong, we've been pissed at each other sometimes, but we don't fight. We figure it out. We we argue a lot, but yeah. we never we never fight. Right. So whenever we argue, it's usually about someone remembering something incorrectly. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then like the time, to- like the few times where like we've been genuinely upset with each other about something, we kind of just figure it out. It takes like one day to fix. Yeah, usually. I will say, and I don't think we ever we ever resolved this. Oh God, Miss Weaver, our nurse, did in fact work in Valley Middle School. Yeah, of course she did. You okay? Because when the last time you we were fighting about this, you said that she didn't, and I had to pull out my yearbook. No, I think um no, we were arguing about like when she started there. Oh, okay, yeah, cause yeah, she because Miss Weaver used to go work in the elementary school that Rachel and I went to and I know that she left when I was in the fourth grade because I had her in the third grade yeah this is the fight that we had yeah and I know I'm right because how would I know that Miss Weaver went to our elementary school if I only transferred to that elementary school in the third grade so I'm right (laughs) and you're wrong so shut up about it 
I think this is a good place to end episode 69 of season one. Communicate with your friends, everybody. Yeah, please communicate with your friends. Um, you can reach out to us and the American Citrus Council. Um, but if you want to reach us, you should email researchrebuttalpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to reach out to the American Citrus Council, use that email again, but tell us what you want us to say to them. Yes, and we are also on social media. Yeah, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And are we at, I forget, are we at Research Rebuttal or is it at Research Rebuttal Podcast? I can't remember, honestly. I think on Twitter we're Research Rebut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Let me double check. On Twitter, we are at Research, Research Rebut. Rebut. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. Yeah. Um, and Instagram... We are Research Rebuttal Podcast. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. And, and let us know. Um, what's your astrological sign? What's your sun sign? Your star sign, not your sun sign. Oh. Well, no, I think... I thought it was the, the sun. That's for another episode. Yeah. And let us know if uh, you've ever seen a, a duck's pee-pee. And if you have pictures. Yeah, Please okay. Please send them. All right. Uh, bye. Goodbye. Okay, we're going to start. Oh, I accidentally opened a Discord message. Anyway. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.